Welcome back to Square Horror. I'm your Duke of Spook, Danny. I'm the master of ceremonies, Matt. Uh, we're together. We're coming at you again. live together in person this is, for episode 90. Isn't, isn't the sound quality such better? Isn't it nice? <laughs> such that better. There's no... There's so much better. There's there's no <laughs> lag in between when we... No, no, no. Moment. It's not like me saying some bullshit and then Danny catching the end of it and going, Yeah. <laughs> It's, okay, call me, call me the fuck out, No, man. This, this, that's a me call out. <laughs> that's you going, shut up. <laughs> but we watched the last movie together, mm-hmm. so we had most of that got out of our system at the time. Now we're going to come at you talking about <laughs> Little, Little Monsters. Monsters. Not the 1980s movie, Little Monsters. I don't know what that is. It was like an old Fred Savage movie where like he summons wait, a genie, I wait, think. yes, I do know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> that popped up before I could get to the Wikipedia page on this movie. That's intense. Um, but uh, well, I feel like that would make a little bit of sense because this movie was an Australian-specific mm-hmm. uh, m- marketed movie, uh, at least in the beginning, and uh, it had limited releases in, uh, you said, the United Arab Emirates and yep. Russia? UK, Russia, oh, UK. and like a two-day stint in some theaters in the US, yeah. and then it was dropped by its US distribution company, Hulu, where it still resides to this day, because... Hulu is leaving on its original horror Listen, movies. Hulu, actually, I feel like we haven't given a lot of cred to them. That's be- Just true. because of the fucking ads. Yeah. Like, if they just didn't have ads, I would be all and up I know, I know, before people come at us, we could pay, we could pay for no ad Hulu. But we're I not can't pay for that. it! I'm fucking poor still! I don't even pay for Hulu. I pay for Spotify, which gives me Hulu for free. I pay for the same thing! Yeah! <laughs> we're grandfathered in. That doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no, it kicked me off the student Spotify thing, and I think I might actually pay a normal Hulu rate but i feel like oh. it's the same as my spotify i, like, I pay the like normal uh spotify rate but it still counts for both oh. i don't get charged by hulu maybe it already kicked me off and by the time i resubscribed it didn't exist anymore fuck oh, that would suck it's fine i i'll pay to support artists yeah yeah especially if the art's gonna stay on the on the platform because this is a hulu original for america mm-hmm. it's not a hulu original period Hulu did not create it um, it's not like the Fear Street movies on Netflix. Yes. This was um, created by a uh, several um, Australian-based uh, production companies. Specifically, and just... Screen, pick, uh, Screen Australia. Screen Australia is the big one, yeah. Um, there was one more, too, I feel like, that we've uh, we missed. Uh, so it's also produced by Neon, which yeah. I think has done a lot of um, horror or movies, period, over the years. Like, they did, they produced Itania, is oh, I think really? one of their big ones. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think they did that Triangle of Sadness movie with... Um, what? <laughs> that movie with Woody Harrelson from last year, where he's like on a boat with a bunch of rich people. Uh, can't recall. I never <laughs> saw that one, but I saw a bunch of trailers for it, and it kept confusing me. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I mean, we've we've had a history of Australians coming through with horror. I mean, most specifically, Lee Winnell and James Wan mm-hmm. uh, are Australian, um, and I feel like with a lot of the characteristics to the movie Cooties, which we covered a while back, um, we toyed with the idea of covering this movie at the same time, and I'm a little upset that we didn't, because this movie has a lot more to say about growing up than any of the movies we covered. Yeah, I feel like... We were too. We were very hesitant because they were very. We thought just based on concept, it, they're yeah. very similar movies. Turns they are out very in execution, different. <laughs> very different. Because 
The biggest difference, I feel like, is that Cooties takes place entirely with adults True, trying to survive yeah. zombie children. This is a, what, kindergarten classroom? Yes. Trying to survive both adult and child zombies. So there's a little bit more, and, you know, soldier zombies, but that... That'll get explained later. Yeah, the tone of this movie is very different from Cooties, which is much more of a dark comedy. Mm -hmm. This movie is a lot more of a pure comedy, actually. Like, there's a lot of purity and a lot of heart. I saw one review call this a horror rom com, which is a little intense because I think the horror rom com of zombies is Warm Bodies. I mean, just by default, I suppose. Uh, but, But this does kind of have that. I think that rom-com element takes the backseat to the comedy aspect. Yeah, that's true. Which is very evident from a very early point <laughs> with Dave. I mean, I would say from the very beginning <laughs> yeah. of the goddamn movie. Uh, because Dave, uh, our protagonist, the whole opening credits are him and his girlfriend fighting. In public. Yeah, public just, locations. Just all, all over Supermarkets. The place. In everybody's at dinner with other couples. At real estate listings. Over the phone while she's at work, clearly. Like, it, it is a, not a healthy relationship. They're not doing well. No, no. And um, so Dave is played by Alexander England, uh, who's an Australian actor. Mm-hmm. The only, uh, I feel like, non-Australian actors in this movie are Lupita Nyong'o and Josh Gad. I probably, believe. Yeah. That would probably make sense. Um, but he has been in Gods of Egypt, uh, Alien Covenants. Um, I'm sure we'll cover that movie someday when we yeah. get to the Alien, the rest of the Alien franchise. Um, but I, I was asking you before the movie. I feel like he resembles, for me at least, very closely the guy from Halloween 2018, the podcaster who gets murdered. Yep. Uh, he's got like the same haircut and like facial hair, um, but no, it isn't. <laughs> um. And yeah, so Dave is kicked out of his apartment yeah. and ends up having to go stay with his older sister, Tess, yeah. <laughs> who um, also has a son. Uh, I believe his name is Felix. Felix is his name, yes. Um, and Dave doesn't take too well at first to um, living with children, and especially living t- with children with um, dietary restrictions. Well, he so he's li- he's living on so like he obviously if you can believe it or not, Dave uh, lost a very good relationship. Uh, probably because I don't think it was a very good relationship. I don't know. He seemed like kind of a prick. Yeah, but she also has her issues. I'm not defending that. I'm just okay. saying in general. <laughs> That's just convenience, I would say. Um, I, that's fair. But, uh, you know, he's got a crash on his sister's couch uh, after he he doesn't have any place to go because, mm-hmm. you know, it's his girlfriend's apartment. Uh, so he crashes on their couch, and he, the dynamic is set pretty early on between him and his five-year-old nephew. Uh, when he's like, can you just go make me some coffee? I'm hungover. And he's like, I can't make I'm coffee. Five. I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, also, Dave is a sad name. Not okay, offense, but like, he, it's just, it's, I don't know, it fits him. <laughs> so what kind of made me laugh at first is, I have an Uncle Dave, oh, yeah. who's a goofball in a very different way, like, yeah, he's, right, right. he has his life together and everything. David's like, like uh, Dewey Finn from School of Rock, if it was like a little more sad. sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is, like, he has actually ruined his life, and there's not as much charm. There's not, and there's not as much, like, immediate, like change no it takes more time no i would also say now that now we're just comparing dewey finn and david <laughs> i'm um, here for it there's a lot of elements of school of rock in this movie i will say and it's very especially nice especially with 
with the teacher and other like source of power dynamic. What are you trying to hide? <laughs> I'm trying to hide the romance plot between oh, our two main characters. Buddy, we get that immediately. You said it yourself. <laughs> That's true. But yeah. So we're introduced to Lupita Nyong'o's character, Miss Caroline, mm-hmm. when uh, David is trying to contribute. Uh, we'll go back and talk about his breakup as it comes yeah. up. Uh, but as he's trying to contribute by taking uh, his nephew on a field trip. or No, he's just taking, he's just him, taking to him to school. first. Yeah, he's just taking him to school first. And yeah, so he's dropping him off and he sees Miss Caroline, who is gorgeous because she's Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> and you know, Dave is not in a great place. So no. he sees someone with a lot of structure, he's going to be very attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't do well. No. He can't hit on women. No. He Especially doesn't have... not someone who's like put together well. Right, because and, like... and he knows he's not. Yes. So he's got to lie. <laughs> well, yeah, he immediately lies about like three different Big, yeah, big lies. Like, these are not good establishing... No, lies, not no. not good for establishing trust. No. I mean, but in that way, it's very good in the, in the rom-com sense, because rom-coms are perpetuated on people just... Miscommunications. Like, it, it gives me so much anxiety to watch people lie badly. So when I have to watch a whole movie of that, I'm just like, Just be honest, you suck at lying! <laughs> I'm like, just give it up. Like, it's too much stress to mm-hmm. me to watch someone try to maintain a lie that I just won't... I simply will not do it. Yeah. That's but bad. he's just so bad at it. <laughs> well, yeah, like, he has his shirt on for his band, which is like, God Sledgehammer yeah. or something. Yeah. And she's like, oh, is it a Christian rock band? He's like, yeah, I'm I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. <laughs> Are you a Christian? I, sure, I'll wait till marriage. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, obviously doesn't go very well. Yeah. But it at least gets his foot in the door to well, want to go on this field trip. And he hits a kid with a door. Fuck well, that kid. There. Fuck that kid. That ki- yes. Fuck that but, kid. But <laughs> that's a bad first impression for a teacher. She didn't know. He he was the only person by the door. There's no way she, she doesn't know. I don't know. I feel like he she immediately would have been like, "You can't come on my field trip if you're gonna hurt my children." That's fair. <laughs> Because she, I mean, he, he uh, yeah, volunteers kid, to go on the field trip, because, uh, of course, he's going to be like, well, and then she'll love me. And it's because right in front of him is the other teacher being like, hey, I can't go with you. Yeah. Sorry to leave you shorthanded. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, she's not shorthanded. She's got me. And he's, it's me. And it's just like, Dave. Wait, take a second, Dave. Let her at least say yes before being like. I mean, what did we learn from Saw? Which part? Oh, a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot, but like. In desperate circumstances, you'll resort to desperate measures. Yes. And Dave is clearly in, in desperate des- measures. <laughs> yeah, even if she did see him hit that kid with the door. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of funny, because... So, like, Dave, it should be noted, is, is a loser. Yeah. Uh, he He's very afraid of commitment. Uh, it's evident from when he goes to try to win his fiance, yeah, his, his girlfriend. Let's talk about this. Back with uh, Felix. Felix and him bond. I think that they've got a really yeah, good relationship. I think that is their, their first bonding moment when he wakes him up in the middle of the night. But also, like, No, shooting zombies up. in the middle of the night is bonding for That's them true. Because he just You're plays right. his VR. It's Left 4 Dead, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, VR they just, version of Left 4 Dead. I don't think it exists, but I mean, Australia's got it. I've clearly. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, Felix at least is is hip to zombies. He mm-hmm. he's, you know, he knows about them, and he's he's into cool shit. Like yeah. Darth Vader. So, <laughs> so like again, this is the mind of a loser. So your plan to win back your girlfriend for what's probably like the ninth time. Yep. I'm gonna say, 
is to bring your five-year-old nephew with you, dressed up as Darth Vader, because you the, think it would be cute. With a pizza box. Right. With a message. Right, yes. Uh, and be like, you're going to go in there, kid. No, I'm he's going to force open oh, he's the gonna door. He's going to open the door for, yeah, but he's going to make it fun for the kid. Yeah. But he, he's like, you're going to go in there, and you're going to you're gonna say, Angie Sarah, like, it's me, Darth Vader. And you're going to hold up the sign. But what happens instead? <laughs> but instead, when he opens the door for him, um, instead of there being nothing or just Sarah, because he didn't knock, he just opens yeah, the door. Yeah, he just opened the door. Um, his his girlfriend is having sex with someone she works with. Yeah. On a chair in the living room. As is her right. As it is yes. her place. I, I'm not disputing that. It seems like you were earlier. <laughs> Listen, man can change. <laughs> No, he can, but I'm not. Say- I'm saying it's th- this is on him. Yeah, like sure. Also, he just don't left. show up unannounced. Right. Always a bad sign. He left. Yep, her apartment, presumably for good. I I cannot blame Especially her. We don't know how long of right. a gap there is there. I can't exactly. imagine it's long. Well, it seems but... like he didn't just wake up on their couch with the kid mm-hmm. being like, it's normal that my uncle is sleeping on the couch. Right, because even the even Felix at first is like, are you going to be staying here for a while? Right, so he's been there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a while for a kid. It's probably been, I would say, a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> it's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, so yeah, this is like his own, his like last shot really to like contribute mm-hmm. is like to help out with Felix. Yeah. And it's a lot for his sister felix's mom to trust him in mm-hmm. that way because she has had to raise him we come to find out later there's a significant age gap between the two yeah but she he's always kind of been the little brother to her so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot for him to step up and for her to treat him like an adult yeah and like that's their dynamic already so it's like a big deal that her very fragile child is in the charge of this guy you pointed out immediately with the EpiPen. <laughs> So yeah, she she's doing her due diligence and making sure that he's prepared and like teaching him any, everything, yeah. which includes EpiPen usage because Felix has uh, a lot, a of, lot dietary of dietary allergies. restrictions and allergies, but like anaphylactic. Where, yeah, like, so it's he like won't, yeah, bad. it's very serious. Because um, you got it's a zombie movie. You gotta have somebody who's got like diabetes or anaphylactic shock or something like that. We got two in this one. We got one. Yeah, cooties. It's the same thing. Remember? <laughs> That's right. The kid was diabetic. Yes, yeah, on the other end of the coin. Um. But she's showing him how to use the EpiPen, and she gives him the motto, which is uh, blue to the sky, orange in the thigh. I didn't know that, by the way. I just didn't have that sort of training. I... Because you were like, yeah, clearly. I'm like, well, I didn't know it worked either. <laughs> well, no, I was I was saying, yeah, clearly, that I thought he was going to mess oh, it up later. Oh, because he's like already clearly being like, yeah, this guy. Like, he's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so naturally... We all know, because foreshadowing exists, right. that later on that will come to be a problem. Of course. Because Dave hasn't put himself together yeah, yet. This is a test. There's gotta be a t- yeah, there's got, these are the steps it yeah, takes. It's a very good, simple, by-the-numbers zombie movie, but that's good because they're like, we get that you know that. Let's make it fun. Mm-hmm. Let's do something new with it. Well, yeah, that. and like Dave has steps to make for his growth before he becomes right. the person he is in the end. Yeah, the the... Yeah, God tier, Dave. Yes. This is Chad Dave. Chad. As opposed Giga to Chad Dave. Giga Ch- truly, though. I hate to use that term. Uh, but I sometimes, I've been like, using it a lot more lately. Like, it's in the meme I sent you earlier. Um, 
I, for the listeners, I just because it's embarrassing for me, I did use the term Giga Chad to describe Saw X. <laughs> but no, I think. In case it, anyone was wondering how no, Matt's feeling about Saw I'm X. I'm just saying that I want people. I know people think I'm really cool, but I need them to know that I'm, I'm a nerd just like them sometimes. <laughs> So Matt, that's what we that's what we show, that's what we're that's all what we about. show here on I, the yeah, podcast. I, this is what this is for. <laughs> this is to keep our egos in check. It's gonna be a wonder if we ever get paid for this. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Dave, you know, going into the field trip, it's not looking good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, evident very early on when he learns that Miss Caroline's devotion to the ukulele and Taylor Swift was not an exaggeration. Yes. Uh, she does sing Shake It Off a lot, um, and clearly it's been several times, because mm-hmm. Dave is over it. And this is when I want to mention something for our listeners at home yeah. that I mentioned to Matt during the movie. I was reading up on the movie, as I do when I watch for the podcast. Yep. Um, I found out that initially they were having issues getting the copyright license to have Shake It Off in the movie, right. and Lupita Nyong'o thought it was important enough in the script, and it was a Taylor Swift fan, so she reached out personally to Taylor Swift being like, hey, so this is what we're doing, can we use your song in our movie, please? And she went, you were in Black Panther, <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o's great. We talked to... What was the metaphor that we used during the movie? I already forgot. We just trust her implicitly as a person. Oh, yeah, because like I was saying, if I ever get a chance to work on a film set, she's one of the people I need there to yeah. like make sure I have a good first experience. Yeah, I feel like everything I've ever heard about her is so positive, but she she's also just so talented mm-hmm. and I, I know that she, like she was born in like Mexico and she's like the child of like immigrants and all this stuff and she can speak like several languages and she's like an incredible actor and all of this stuff about her and I'm like you know if, if aliens ever come to earth this she's one of the people that I would like tr- like her and Michael Fassbender are on she's on list. the council or I'm like you I would trust you as like a representative of humanity mm-hmm. I just feel I don't know I, what it is like I know you're an actor but like Something about you and Michael Fassbender being so like multilingual and multi-ethnic mm-hmm. that I just trust intrinsically. You. Right, I just trust you as human beings to like represent us positively. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, after she finishes that go around, yeah, so that's it her. Off. That's there's Dave, and then there's her. Well, and then Dave gets another chance to like prove himself because she's like, oh, Dave's a professional singer. Oh, so let's bring so up nice. Dave and let him sing a song for us instead of singing Shake It Off again. Yeah. And so Dave, being the brilliant man that he is in great shape, I just, um, breaks I out his it. electric V guitar. <laughs> that he brought with him. That he had with him. He brought for it With the field him. trip. It's probably to impress her. I just got... And it. lest we forget, he's in a metal band. Y- yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> And he's like, okay, I'll do one of my slower originals. And then it really hurts. You know, like, it's great. Well, yeah, and from the first strum of that guitar, that girl in front has her fingers yeah. in her ears. <laughs> she is trying to tune them out. And you can the see fear. the fear in the Peter Nyong'o's eyes. And yeah. she's like, okay, that's, that's She's, great. like, very generally like, I think that's enough. <laughs> that's right. I think it might be a bit much for people. Well, because there's even after he like gets through his first verse or whatever, there's a second where he waits before he starts up again, and I'm just like, Dave, read the room. You should have just stopped there, man. Just cut it. Just cut it, dog. Uh, so 
by that time they arrive at the uh, field trip. Which is interesting. What? Well, I say on their way. Oh yes. They're introduced. I fucking love the army in this movie. They are fucking so funny. Because it's because again, this is an Australian movie, right? Mm-hmm. Written by Australians. So like, this is how they wrote Americans, and I love it because it's so good and just as pure as everything else yes like i love when other countries make fun of americans mm. in this heartfelt way yeah because it's just like they just try their best <laughs> like they are really just so excited to be there yeah. <laughs> like yeah we are yeah. we certainly really like to be the center of attention yeah because uh, what are we doing in Australia? <laughs> so we have a U.S. Uh, military testing site like in too? Australia. In hey. Sydney, of all places, too. Because yeah. even the first guy's like, wow, a 17-hour flight to a different country, and we're in here. And we can't see any of it. And they're like, man, we just... Because what, what do Australians think Americans think about Australia? They think that we think it's full of dangerous animals. Uh-huh. Uh, and <laughs> that's pretty much it. And they have the barrier reef. <laughs> and yeah, and then there's that. So, like, this... Yeah, One this of those two things is true. <laughs> As someone who went to Australia. Yes. What What is... There is a barrier reef. Well, do they not also have dangerous... They do have they dangerous have animals. But they're not I as, know like, they're not, like, crawling with fucking enormous spiders Like, listen, and, I saw yeah. bats while I was there. Right. Which was cool. Right. When it was New Year's Eve and fireworks were fl- were lighting up the bats. It's like Batman. It was really cool. It's fucking cool. Uh, but no, like, I didn't... The spiders I saw it, were, like, maybe a itty-bitty one. Yeah, but, like, dangerous I never saw the problem. giant big ones. But, like, the tiny ones were probably, like, more dangerous than the average tiny spider in the United States. Maybe? Let's say there's a better possibility that it would be more lethal. I'll, I'll give that to you. Uh, but, yeah, like, so Americans, it's just like, man, Australia is cool, but too busy, we're in here growing zombies. Yeah, because they have, like, like the guy is literally, like, walking down the hallways with his partner and just reading off this list yeah, of did you terrible know? <laughs> things they have. Like, there was there's, no... <laughs> there's this snake that can grow to seven and a half feet in length. And there's I just no spoke known... out loud. I went, that's too long. <laughs> there is no known anti-venom for the box jellyfish, which are all over the coastal lands of Australia. But, yeah, so they come across one of their pet zombies that they've grown escaped. Mm-hmm. And it's it's never a good sign in a zombie movie when you call for backup and you get and nothing. You, you get nothing. Yeah. Or screams and gunshots. Like it's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> that one, it, the one soldier's like, "Wait here. You wait here. I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm get, gonna get backup." Him. So she gets in the car and get skirts on out of there. Well, other army guy is just standing around, being like, "Hey, are you?" Stop it. Are you, uh, and then, of course, they're going to get eaten. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> um, man, I've missed so many in my notes, but it's just like making fun of Dave. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is getting so sad. I hope zombies come soon. <laughs> or, okay, kids, this one's called Raining Blood. <laughs> uh,. Yeah, and then of course the the end the end bit we get of the 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 Americans in the facility as the zombies are escaping uh, are those Chinese tourists that come over and they're, they're trying looking, to find the putt looking putt for the putt putt corp and then the the soldiers like this is a military base <laughs> like no not putt putt no like, he's golf like, here there's no golf here. <laughs> 
But yeah, then he's like terrified when he gets that radio signal. That's well, yeah, like, there's the code red all around. Get it, let me, let me, let me. Um, so yeah, so, you know, while that's happening, you know, that's on the horizon, mm-hmm. uh, the kids manage to get to their field trip, which is at this, uh, petting zoo slash, uh, like, golf, mini golf place, um, just general, like, attraction sort of thing, and, uh, at, at, you know, as the kids are getting there, uh, they've got, how do you describe these type of people? They're like children's television stars that are like they have like a cult following. But like all the kids have like all the merch and stuff. Yeah, it's it's for a very like more wholesome Australian example, think like the Wiggles. Yeah. Cause like they're TV personalities that right, like they got board. merch. And I did find out they're Australian. I kept forgetting that. Oh, that's yo, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I think it was my first ever like exposure to an Australian accent. Oh, yeah. Because I was, like, three years old. Bro, I remember going to a Wiggles concert. You did? I think at uh, Allstate. Allstate Arena. No way! I remember that shit. Like, that That's and awesome. seeing The Incredibles on Ice. Bro, I yeah. Two times I, like, remember it. No, man. One of my earliest memories is seeing Blues Clues live. I think it was Ooh. at the Marriott. Ooh. It was at a big, like theater maybe okay. it was even a stadium i don't remember but i think it was it was maybe maybe it was like the civic center but it was more like the auditorium version yeah of that. yeah um so yeah there's we have those from when we were kids mm-hmm. so like if steve if from steve blues, from blues, blues, blues showed up with at, a, you know, with a puppet of blue on top of his car yes that's a, yes exactly this is perfect this is exactly right because like i did go see oh god this is like <laughs> sorry for dragging this backwards um going to see uh Disney Junior Live when I like would go to like MGM Studios when I was yeah. a kid and it was like God these are gonna be some throwbacks uh, like Roly Poly Oly <gasps> and like I was just, I could go in there <laughs> uh, fucking what was that kid who had that great big book of everything and it was all like animals and stuff do you remember oh, what I'm talking I can't remember oh, what I'm talking what's his about. name but that oh okay, yeah, so yeah. That thing. <laughs> right so like and Bear in the Big Blue House yes all that shit so like I went to a live show that had like puppets and stuff so like I have that in my memory. Mm. So this hits that sort of thing we talked about in Cooties, mm-hmm. where, like, if it's childhood and, like, zombies, if it hits on a very weird personal beat, I feel weird about it. Yeah. I feel weird about this. <laughs> I'll especially get into why I feel weird about the puppet, particularly later. Yeah. It's exactly where you think it goes, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but it's played by Josh Gad, the yes. guy, the, the Josh Steve. Gad plays our our Steve whose name is um uh Teddy McGiggle. McGiggle is that yes um, <laughs> whose real name is Nathan Schneider, yeah. as we find out later. <laughs> Nathan when he's McGiggle? No Schneider <laughs> When he's going through his own personal I have a whole note of good because we have to get It's my favorite it. scene. <laughs> uh, but yeah so Teddy McGiggle is there and he's like, I'm going to be filming around today, kids. Let's yeah. go learn about Australian animals. So it's an American personality coming to Australia. Yes. Um, I'm sorry to take it in this dark of a direction. Forgive me. But it reminds me of when... Uh, did you see that really... Ter- I'm, I'm not going to... This is not appropriate. We're just going to keep going. Okay. Um, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, it was about Michael Jackson. But I'm like, that was a bad okay. example. <laughs> Um, but so Josh Gad's character, uh, is, is one of these personalities that like engages with these kids at these Mm -hmm. like live events. 
Uh, so it'd be like if the Wiggles like went to Six Flags. Yeah. And like kids went Bro, to Six Flags. that would be rad. Would be cool, right? Yeah, especially if you were five, you'd be like, what? It would be incredible. And for these kids, that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. so, like as they're getting off the bus and they see him, they like lose their minds. Well, and Frogsy, his animal companion, yeah. is there. Bro, like, they, see, they see how Teddy we... McGiggle and Frogsy. Bro, that would be the greatest day of my whole fucking life. That's why I feel like this movie, wor- for these kids, works. Yeah. Because I feel like we talked about this right at the end because we were we noticed in the credits. All of the, the children in, in this kindergarten class, there's maybe about 10 kids, maybe 12. Mm-hmm. All of them, are, like the names of these kids' characters are the names of the actors as well. And I feel like the way they shot this movie was kind of similar to how this movie progresses plot-wise. Where they kind of just introduce these kids to the actors as their characters. Mm-hmm. And that way they could more like authentically engage with them, especially later. Because I feel like a lot of this movie was probably improv at, at points. I There's one point I know that was improv that oh, I'll okay. mention. I really hope there. it's Josh Gad's monologue, because that's the one I think. It's not his monologue, but it is Josh Gad related. Oh, great. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but So in that way, I feel like to have... Uh, Josh Gad engaged with these kids in the way mm-hmm. that he does, I feel like it, it works a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and especially as the movie progresses, just in a general sense, like, these kids are experiencing, like, a zombie apocalypse. But I feel like the big hook of this movie is that it's basically, how can we get these kids to not think that it's real? Mm-hmm. Like, how can we make it a game? How can we save our children from yeah. a zombie apocalypse without right. them knowing? Like, how do we trauma... Like, The Last of Us is popular right now. So it's like, as that shit's happening, imagine you've got, like, a five-year-old, and you're like, I'm not about to traumatize this kid. Or a dozen five-year-olds. Yeah, you are a kindergarten teacher while that shit's happening. I mean, it doesn't end well in The Last of Us, but yeah. it, it, but at least it's like, what would you do and what were the lengths of you would go to maintain that mm-hmm. safety for these kids? Um, which I feel like is a very, maybe uniquely Australian thing. I feel like Americans at that point would be like, but fuck these kids. Because yeah. we don't pay our teachers. Enough. Yeah. No. It, Not even close. Miss Caroline deserves a fucking six-figure 401k with Wait, benefits. She's in Australia. She has a better chance. And hey, she's an American, too. Maybe she just That's stayed she... here because she's like, hey, I needed to work off my collarbone fucking surgery. Yeah. And I just became a teacher. And we as Americans would go, that that is not a... You, what? what? You can't do that. But I guess it works differently in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Any Australian fans? Let us know. Hey, yeah, I mean, maybe we had somebody from Ghana. We've right? got people from all over the world. Someone who in Ghana listened to, at least one to the episode. show. That was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, hello to international listeners. This is an like international push. We should yeah. start doing more international movies. At some point. I really want to. We should. Yeah, send us some too if you're international. Yes. Um, so. Josh Gad uh, invites Miss Caroline up as well, as but he, because he's fallen for the same trap that Dave learned from his sister is that like every dad on the school playground has, has made a pass at Miss Caroline. Because I mean, come on, you wouldn't. I, I single father. I, We're talking single father. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was think about say, it. Oh, absolutely. I think about it. I yeah. I would try. I don't know if I'd have the balls to do it. No, I would want to be cool. Think about yeah, I want to hang out and then yes. like, oh, she's engaged. I'll I'm back good. off. Yeah, you know, yeah. Unless she's like, maybe I'm not actually engaged. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm fresh now. <laughs> 
Si, multilingual. Yes, and yes. becoming a part of it. Muy bien, muy bien. Si, si. <laughs> uh, so Josh Gad goes, hot mom. Because Josh Gad likes hot moms. Yes. <laughs> That's his I, I think we should say Teddy McGiggles. Teddy likes... McGiggles. No, no. Nathan, Nathaniel <laughs> Schneider <laughs> likes hot moms. Yes. And Teddy McGiggle is Teddy how McGiggle he gets said hot moms. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Is that noble? Is it not? I'm not gonna judge. I I think it gets less noble when he talks about not single moms. I'm a sex addict. <laughs> I think you're just an addict. <laughs> oh, I miss watching movies together. It's so fun, man. It's fucking great. Um, but like, the other thing I want to mention is that Teddy McGiggles was introduced earlier before he shows up in person. Right. Because he was on TV when Felix was watching it when Dave woke up one day or something. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, he was doing his weird little compulsion his, dance. His weird, like, Con- jerk dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, ah. It's unnatural. Uh, I think it reflects something about his inner struggle. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I didn't take improv dance. Uh, Kevin did. We should ask him. Kevin D. Dillon. Let us know. Yeah, Kevin probably knows. Is his middle name actually D? I don't remember. I thought that was at least the initial. Maybe. I assume if that's what he goes by. Did he? I thought that was just a joke. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I'm so sorry, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Dillon, of course, from our The Mist episode. <laughs> and our The Crow series. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Well, we're, yes, uh, Josh Gad likes hot moms, and he thinks that Miss Caroline's down. Because she's like, oh, I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. And he's like... <laughs> okay. And then she is like, no. Nope. I'm no, not. we are not down for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the day progresses pretty well. The kids have probably what must be the, the most kick-ass field trip of their lives. Well, because not only is it a animal zoo, it's a petting zoo. Yeah. They get up close with these things. And Miss Caroline is like the greatest teacher. She's like the Miss Frizzle in real, as much as a real-life Miss Frizzle could be. Yeah. And right? this is this was one magic bu- school bus adventure. Truly. Grief aside, uh, you've seen Wakanda forever, right? No, I haven't yet. Oh, shit. I really want to, though. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Okay. But, so, Lupita Nyong'o is back in that movie as well, and there's mm-hmm. a scene in it where she's teaching kids in Haiti. Oh. And it's like the school is basically part Wakandan outreach center, part just her being the greatest. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like a very self-sustaining school. Everything runs on like renewable energy, and it's all from like local resources in Haiti. And I'm like, Lupita Nyong'o... I just love that you play characters that are just good. Mm-hmm. That you just help people and you're the best. Yeah. But in that school, I was like, this is like your te- the teacher from Little Monsters you play who's just the perfect kindergarten teacher. Yeah. I just love that anytime you play a teacher, it's the best teacher. So like Only the, the best for Lupito Nyong'o. Oh, truly, truly. Uh, honestly. Like, please. <laughs> Uh, so the best teacher in the world is giving like the best field trip, mm-hmm. and like these kids. And are then Dave the is there, time. so Felix is really happy because well, he gets Dave. Yes, he gets Dave time. Yeah, I mean that, that's cool. He doesn't have a father figure. Yeah. This is his Uncle Dave, and Uncle Dave is trying his best to like flirt with Miss Caroline. What's her name? Audrey. Uh, I, I already forgot her name because he, he calls her that the whole time. Well, yeah, until at one point she's finally like, "You have to call me Audrey. You have to just fucking call me by my name. I swear to God." <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. Especially, yeah, because at that point she'd heard her name by the kids so many times. Right, you're right. That, like, I... I need another adult here for me. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah, for sanity's sake, if nothing else. Yeah, because I'm not talking to fucking Teddy McKiggle. <laughs> <laughs> fucking not doing this. 
<laughs> but yeah, so everything's going great. And well, then until we get a zombie show up. At the, at the putt-putt golf course. Right. At Pleasant Farms, I think is right. what this place yeah, is Yeah, Pleasant Farms. Now with putt-putt is what the sound says. Because uh, it, knows, it knows what people want. Right. Well, and the Chinese show. tourists luckily did find the putt-putt the golf. So they're having, a, they're having a blast. And this this horde of zombies starts to come over the hill because the the research lab was conveniently next door. Yeah, of course. Uh, so that's the zombies, that's why they were confused. They took the wrong turn in. They right. They just like showed up and they're like, "What is all this? Like, mm-hmm. there's food in the form of animals and there's people. I'm gonna you know." And one of them just walks until he reaches like that like ranch style fence. There's like a hole in the fence, but he's yeah. just stopped by a beam because these zombies are not very smart. And they're or vi- fast. They're not very fast. Or strong, even. No, they're not very good zombies. Well, they're they're like decomposing zombies. They are they are falling right. apart. Well, at the very least, it's like the the virus. It seems like yeah, it takes the sort of form of what it kills you and reanimates the brain. So like, there's not a lot of adrenaline pumping. The brain is not actively being used to be a fast zombie. It's like you're. The brain you is essentially move it's eats. used just to move. Right. You can kind of see and that and like it's mostly about hearing, I mm-hmm. would think. Uh and if you're close enough to them, they're going to bite you and then eat you. Yep. So you can kind of just scoot right around them for the most part. But the Chinese tourists want to take pictures with it because they're really excited to be in Australia. Yeah, because they may think this is like a Knott's Berry Farms hey, at Halloween type situation. Maybe. Where they have scare actors. They don't have that sort of thing in China. I mean, clearly, they're very yeah. excited to be there. Uh, so they go to take a picture with it, which gives it the golden opportunity to bite yeah. one. So now they've got a way in. Uh, so while these kids are having like the best day ever... Mm-hmm. Uh, the apocalypse has started. Yes. And they come in contact with it now that they are on the uh, the tram tour, mm-hmm. which David is sulking in because he's just figured out that Miss Caroline is engaged. Yeah. So he's like pouty now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the this person... wasted his day here, man. The person who's driving the tractor sees something going on up ahead. Right, because they're trying to see some sheep. Yeah, they're just... Because the sheep aren't there. Yeah. Um, and so she has, like, that little performance mic that, like... The Britney Spears mic I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, those are what they use yeah. for... Like the Jungle Cruise and stuff. Yeah, Jungle Cruises. Because that's just the easiest way to pick up the most of right. the speaking from... Especially if you're driving things. a tractor. Yeah. And Felix loves tractors. Felix loves tractors. Felix it, it is. Felix's amazing. tractor even like the pizza they were eating on that first that night. That was so adorable. Right. I fucking love it. I love people with passions, and kids being really into th- a thing is so great. I love mm-hmm. it. I've come around to it, I feel like, as I've gotten older. I yeah. used to be like, Jesus Christ, how into Elsa can you be? And I'm like, you know what? You fucking dig it, because it speaks to you. I, I love it for you. Mm-hmm. But I love when kids are into like obscure things, like dinosaurs, or like yes. dresses, or something like that. And that's just really, really cool. Or like those kids that are like, I really like the the fact that my mom, I guess, shows me child's play, and I really like Chucky. So give me one to snuggle at night. I'm like, <laughs> man, this is a weird time to be alive because <laughs> this was not always the case. Um, so yes, you know, this, these kids are into tractors. So I mean, Felix is having a ball on the tractor. The kids are again having a ball. They're seeing animals. They're mm. at peak. I mean, the, pick the best memory from your childhood. And just, like, quadruple it. That's where these kids are. Yeah. Because this is the best day of their lives so far. Right. They're fucking with the greatest teacher. They're having the best time. Fucking mm. Mr. McGiggles is 
they a real are. person that interacted with them, and you, they're going to have free sandwiches later. And they're going to play putt-putt later. They're going to play like putt-putt. That, God, these kids, you could throw the apocalypse at these kids, and they'd and be like, be okay. hey, man, I'm going to play putt-putt later. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was told by someone I trust, yeah. I'm going to play putt-putt golf. And that's what, I, what I've got. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Or I'm going to fucking scream. <laughs> uh, so so what happens to disrupt this perfect day? So yeah, so um, the person who's driving the tractor sees a commotion up ahead. And she's like, hey, hold on a second. I'm just going to check something out. Right. And then she goes. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, this is totally natural. Where are the sheep at? Yeah. Um, and then Let's she, sing Taylor Swift again or something. Not yet. I, I sing I something. Think she's full of songs. She's full of songs. It might be like Wheels on the Bus. Miss Caroline sings a song about how, brec- how my envelopes are breakfast <laughs> mailboxes. Just some dumb nanny, British nanny shit. <laughs> Fucking, uh, we referenced it during the movie. We did. <laughs> Henry Zabrowski has never seen Mary Poppins. Um, so then when the driver goes up to what we find out very quickly is a zombie trying to eat a sheep. Oh, it's eating a sheep. Um... It bites her, and she, being the fool that she is and bad performer, forgot to turn off her mic. Hey, yep. And not so, very smart. Um, and so they're starting to hear some uh, zombie growls, and um, right, right. Well, Miss Dave and Miss Caroline see what's going on. Well, she took him off the tractor to have us talk with him. Because he fucking oh that's right because he because he did like a your mom joke he was fucking a kid's mom and the kid was like what <laughs> he's five and yeah Audrey's the only person who's like hey bro you gotta cut quit. that shit out you would not do this uh, so yeah they're but they are closer to the zombies so the one that escaped the facility who was eating the sheep who spread the infection goes after Audrey. And the and Dave's got to get back on a tractor to fucking just get them the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to see how these two very different adults handle the situation. And this is... We always talk about, like, who's going to be on the apocalypse team. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the requirements? Can we kill each other? How are we when zombies happen? Mm-hmm. This is usually, like, the litmus test sort of thing. How do you respond yeah. the first time it happens? To the point that it's almost like a skill set that should be in D&D. It's like how well you respond when the apocalypse starts is like a stat. So like, <laughs> Actually, I'd believe that. Hey man, the thing we were talking about earlier, that's going to be a stat. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah man, that's how I'll do it. So Audrey's plan is kind of just like, alright, she almost trips over a pitchfork. She's kind of use it to kind of back this thing away from her. It impales itself on the pitchfork mm-hmm. and she's able to kind of maneuver it over mm-hmm. to a tree and just kind of pin it there. Yeah, because it she just pushes it into the tree. Into the enough. tree, yeah. It's just kind of like, she's oh, like, shit. I'm not stabbing this guy. Right. I'm just gonna. I'm just pushing this. Right. And, and we, then and next we'll, to next to the zombie is a fake scarecrow that she could take the hat and straw beard. Yeah, straw beard to cover the like <laughs> to cover bloody zombie mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but she's already thinking ahead. She's like, I can't have this thing threaten my kids. She's mm-hmm. already thinking about that. Because her next instinct is to be like, we gotta get, I gotta get back to them and we, I have to get them somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's why she was like, you know, gonna go start the tractor because I need you to start getting these kids out of there so I can deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also cool to see the math of like, all right, these zombies don't move very quickly. You can kind of just push them. They're kind of like sharks. We can just kind of like nudge them and they'll kind of mm-hmm. go away from you. 
but like don't hang around it too much. It'll it'll bite you. Yeah. So it, these things could be feasible to get these kids out safely mm-hmm. without causing panic. So her then instinct is, I feel like, is the hook of the movie where it's now like, all right, how do I get these kids to safety without traumatizing them with the fact that zombies just ate that person? Mm-hmm. What if I made it a game for them? It's tag. It's a game of yeah, tag. Yeah, all those weird-looking people out there are it's. It's like the real marathon zombie tag thing mm-hmm. that is out there. Yeah, yeah. Where Except this is real. Yeah, it's like, don't get tagged by the zombies, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to get back to the visitor center. Yeah, we got to get to the souvenir and stand. And we're all going to, you know, form a, lo- a very tight line behind me. You know, let's make it a conga line, kids. It'll be fun. Oh, it'll be so great. I forgot about when they come. It'll make it a conga line. It'll be fun. And Dave's going to carry the kid who's got the crutches. Yeah, because he can't walk all that. Bad. No, and he uses, it's he's just using to like beat off zombies <laughs> yeah. as they're coming at him. Because he's the caboose. Well, yeah, cause, oh, and they have to do that because there's a blockage in the road right. when cows, when a, zombies are eating a cow. Yeah, because, like, the whole time, like, Audrey's making it cool for the kids. She's calming them down. She's like, you know, it's okay. This is a surprise that I talked about. Because the mm-hmm. surprise is going to be pop like golf. Ooh, yeah. All surprises, there's a tag game happening. And, man, I, it's nice that you can lie to five-year-olds this way. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so gull- they're, they're the last gullible age. Before they before just they start, start asking to questions. Work. No, before they know things. Before mm. it's cooties when they're in like... Well, they were like third grade, Third right? grade? Yeah, they were like third to fourth grade. So they were shitty then. Yeah. Some of them were pure, but like they were starting to get bad. They were starting right? to get closer to middle school grumpiness. <laughs> yes. God, those kids sucked. <laughs> these kids are great, though. Yes. All of these kids are great. They're all so cute. They all are so (laughs) adorable. Like they're all because they all all actually probably like five or six years old. Yeah. So they're still in that like anything they say is adorable sort Mm -hmm. of tone where they're like I'm scared and I'm like I I want to make sure this is gonna be okay for you. When little Felix introduced his girlfriend to his (laughs) girlfriend to Dave because she came and like kissed him on the cheek Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's so cute like that's and then he was just like oh yeah. She's my girlfriend. Oh, he's like, hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah Dave was gung-ho. He's like, hell yeah, dog, get it. I don't know, it's cool. But he, like, obviously in a very, like, nice way. Yes. Because, like, Dave's not a total loser. He's a dude. He's, he's a loser. He's not, like, a douchebag. Yeah. You know, he's, he means He's well. already starting to get better. Right, because he likes hanging out with his nephew. Because, like, you know, he was the little brother. So, like, it's mm-hmm. cool for him to have that, you know, because his older sister is, like, this... Like vegan mom sort of deal, where she's just not as fun, mm-hmm. right? And he's well, like, and I she's wanna... a single mom, so she works right. a lot of hours, so she's right, yeah, of course. And so she also, I think, underneath all of the worry, is glad that right. Dave's there to. She just help wants carry him to not like be living on their couch, yes, <laughs> and to like have a job or something, you know, just to like have his shit together a little, something bit. to ground him to reality, right? Just like even just be a decent, like take him on a field trip and don't. Kill him. die. Like, can you do that for me, please? Mm-hmm. And he's, just, again, just, just that amount of Dewey Finn can-do attitude. Yep. That's like, even though it's zombies, like, it's just enough to, for him to not lose hope. He's like, hey, man, I can't let her, you know, be able to be like, I told you so. Mm-hmm. It's like, you'll be dead. But, like, I'm glad you're not but thinking it's, about it's that. It's metaphorical. I'm glad you're not thinking about that. I'm glad yeah. you're thinking more about... Like, I gotta get this little dude out of here, and I don't care how many zombies I gotta kill to do it. 
Um, so I'll do whatever it takes, especially because it's like, hey, man, I, I got to look cool doing it because, like, I can't look bad in front of Miss Caroline, man. She's yeah. cool. Maybe she'll maybe. I know she's got a fiancé, but, like, maybe, just maybe. She'll think As I'm Michael hot. Scott himself would say, engaged ain't married. You know what? That's true. My great-grandfather met my great-grandmother on the boat from Ireland to the United States and lied about his age to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm 21. I'm, you know, it's cool, you know, to woo a woman who was engaged off the boat. Stop. I swear to God, it's real. That's amazing. You're right? I'm like, it's like Titanic, but if they didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> and he was fleeing the IRA. <laughs> anyway, so Dave is really looking to step up now. Mm-hmm. So, but in the it's in the face of all this abject terror. Yes. So, like, while she's calming down the kids, he's like, I'm, "I gotta tell you, I'm seeing some really fucked up shit right now." <laughs> like, he's um the 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 crossing guard from Cooties who's like tripping balls on mushrooms, <laughs> watching these kids rip apart their gym teacher. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I'm not gonna be okay after this, guys." <laughs> well, yeah, and then they get to the souvenir stand that they're trying to get to. That's at the customer service right. days. Uh, well, because their whole plan is originally like, let's get to the bus, we can leave. That's right. The bus driver is unfortunately getting eaten by a and bunch of zombies. the buses are covered in zombies. Right. Because they probably could have gotten there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's too risky and the bus driver's dead. So at the very least, it's like, this is not promising. Well, and he, I assume, would have the keys. You'd have to go True. fighting through that. Right, you gotta go find that on him now. Um, uh, so yeah, their next plan of action is to try to take shelter. Mm-hmm. And they get to the doors and they start uh, smacking on the doors because they're locked and they're just trying to get them open. Yeah, yeah. And who should start walking towards the door? Teddy McGiggle has barricaded himself in there. So I, it's so refreshing to hear Josh Gad curse. Right. Uh, Just like he eventually he's like bald face staring these kids in the face being like, fuck. (laughs) And yeah. uh, I, I think it's just really refreshing because I'm used to seeing Josh Gad as like Olaf from Frozen mm. uh, or, you know, doing otherwise cringe TikToks. Yeah. Uh, and it's just refreshing to see him be like himself, I think. Yeah. You know, in a way where you can just like cut loose and be like, I can just curse about these fucking kids because he's funny. Josh he's Gad is a funny really fucking funny. guy. And I really, it's cool that like now he's got that opportunity again, mm-hmm. you know? Because, uh, like, he is not letting these fucking kids in. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's just like, no, I can't trust you. Uh, yeah, it's just straight up, like, you should just, go no. fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think he, like, flips them off. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you can't let these kids get out. Like, I got kids out here. It's like, oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so they find that one area of the store has a little, like, crawl through door. Yeah. And then it has another door to get to the actual building. Yeah. But that's at least a, a form of shelter right. that has a couple walls that'll right. keep you safer. While Dave Dave is too big to way in. So he's gotta climb up like onto the roof. And uh, then in through a different part of the roof. Yeah, he it's like one of those like it's built like a gazebo, so it's got like that uh top hat top portion. hat so like if you have a, a fire like it'll go out. I think that's probably the use of it. I that would make sense, but... I don't we're know. Not, I, I'm, we're not architects. I unfortunately do not spend as much time out in the wilderness as I would like to admit, so I don't know. Uh, but Dave is able to, like, just fall through the ceiling yeah. into the... Into the <laughs> into <laughs> a fight scene with Josh Gad. This fight scene is so great. <laughs> Which just fight. starts with... 
uh, Teddy McGiggles just smacking him to the ground. Bro, it, it's so fucking funny that it's just like, I he can't fight. So it's just like slapping him, breaking plates over his head, and my favorite, taking that like tiny like shoulder pillow and trying to like <laughs> suffocate him with it. That was the funniest. Because it like didn't even fit all the way in She's his like, hand. <laughs> so yeah, eventually Dave wins that fight because he just breaks his guitar over him. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, ne- Knocks know negates that, for that threat for a while for him to go unlock the door to get let all the kids inside. Mm-hmm. So uh, now they're kind of stuck with, you know, something very, you know, Two bad situations. We, we got Teddy several McGiggles. bad situations. Is that now you're trying to... You're, you're stuck from zombies. Mm-hmm. That's your one thing. You're stuck in a place. And you've got a bunch of five-year-olds that you're trying to keep calm. Mm-hmm. So, like, how long... For, though, I'm thinking, though, like, how long are these kids looking out of the window being like, I, I think these things are here to hurt me. Like, yeah. I think these zombies are real. Well, I'm wondering... Because they were talking about zombies earlier. Right. Uh, I think it might only have been Felix that really knew zombies. Right. So he, But he's the one that's able to introduce that as a concept. Mm-hmm. Like, he is able to, you know, because he's like, oh yeah, I play video games with my uncle when my mom's asleep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yeah, what a legend. Uh, I use my pretend boomstick to right. make the zombies pretend go pretend boomstick. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, Aubrey takes that opportunity to capitalize on the fact like zombies aren't real. Mm-hmm. So these are not zombies, yeah. right? You guys know what's real and what's not real. Zombies aren't real, so these can't be zombies. That gets rid of a lot of the fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that the, their suspension of disbelief is established, you yeah. know? So you don't have to constantly maintain this lie for them. Uh, but you're still like... Tr- I don't know. It's, I feel like I would not know where to go. I would mm-hmm. not be able to calm down kids in this situation. No. I would be bad at it. Um, I wouldn't be like Dave bad. Yeah, but I'd be bad. And I don't think I don't think anybody that we know would be like uh, hmm. that as bad as uh, Frogsy Man. No, no, no. Teddy Meagles. What, so what's what's he like? <laughs> so he decides to just kind of stare down some of these kids and just essentially say no. This is fucking real. We all need to be scared for our lives right now. Look at what's outside. Like, this is what we have to face. Hey, this my is fucking cameraman. This <laughs> is real. My cameraman is dead. Eaten before my very eyes. I'm processing this shit not very well. And this is when Dave starts being like, hey, yo, let's... let's Who wants snacks? <laughs> well, because first does... Uh, no, because they have to sleep before they he performs with the ukulele. That no, no, later. that's much later. But because you know, it's they're still, it's probably like I don't know, two in the afternoon, maybe. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, fuck. Uh, what are we gonna do? So Aubrey goes over to deal with Mister Mister Giggles, and and yeah, Dave is like, who wants snacks? He just gives all the kids chips that he finds in the convenience store. So like, mm-hmm. they have. Some food because they're in an area that has, like, snacks and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, this is when Audrey goes up to Mr. McGiggles. I fucking love and, this. <laughs> and essentially interrogates him into tr- being okay for at least a little bit 
while she like yeah. holds a sharp object against Sleepy his side. <laughs> you need to fucking. I, uh, my job is to make sure that nothing happens to these children, and if I think anything is a threat, I will remove it. It is my job to make sure these kids get home safe, and I take that shit fucking seriously. Yeah. So if you are a liability, I will feed you to these zombies. Are we clear? He's like, uh, and he McGiggles yes. He McGiggles <laughs> yes. Because that's part of the illusion. Because if Mr. McGiggle is into it, the mm-hmm. kids trust it yeah. just as much as they would trust her and they would trust Dave. So if, it's not that he can't not be on board. She needs him to be an active participant in this mm-hmm. enough that she can at least get these kids to be on board with whatever they need to do next. Yeah. Uh, so, like, at least just to not lament how things are fucked and how everybody's going to die. <laughs> we just need to not have that shit happen right now. So just stay over here, keep to your fucking self, while I handle these kids. <laughs> and uh, we're kind of able to handle that for the time being, but what do we have to have happen to keep the shit going? I, I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you this, but Felix is going into anaphylactic shock. Oh, fucking... Okay, now what? Well, it's very simple. Dave has an EpiPen in his pocket. But Dave's an idiot. And Dave points orange to the sky and blue to the thigh, which stabs him in the thumb. I just... You you said that he wasn't going to be able to handle this. I knew, I knew there had but to like, be some time when he messed that up so he could grow from learning. You struck gold by being caught in the situation... With Miss Caroline. You cannot fuck this up right now. This is not a time to bumble this. Yep. Alright? And you fucked it up. But he does remember that there's a spare. There's two spares. There's two spares. Because there's one that um, Audrey had on her person right. with her uh, bumper pack. Right. Her, her, uh, bum, pa- her bum, bum pack. Because they can't call it fanny packs in Australia because that means pussy. Yeah. <laughs> or as I call it, the kangaroo couch. The kangaroo couch, eh? Um, <laughs> But she had to lose that because that's what a zombie grabbed onto. Right, earlier. she was crawling into the room. And then there's another extra, which is in uh, Felix's book bag. Right, which is which on the tractor still. Is still on the tractor and is a Mr. Frogsy uh, right. backpack, which they later find out everybody's backpack is. Because again, they all, like, they've all got the merch, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on, everyone's hip. It's the hot new backpack of the year, man. Yep. Uh, God, I don't think I had any. Licensed things. I do remember that going into first grade, I had a Fantastic Four lunchbox that I was particularly happy Ooh. with. But unfortunately, I left something in there, over, like food in there, over the weekend that it got all moldy and ruined. Mm. So I couldn't use it anymore. But then I got a new one, and it was pretty awesome. I, uh, I think my favorite lunchbox growing up was the one I had the longest. It was for G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra. Oh, fuck yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I never saw the movie, but it made me look so cool sometimes. Oh, man. Ray Park was on that one, man. That's he was right. guys. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, so everyone's backpack's the fucking same because Mr. Frog is the. And Dave takes this opportunity <clears throat> to offer to go out. Because that, all that stuff's still on the tractor, which right, means you right. have to go through zombies. And he's the first to offer. He's like, I will go. Yeah, he'll go and do but it. But Felix wants him, like grabs hold of his hand because he wants his comfort. Right. While he's yeah. going through this, being like, what? I'm dying. What? Right. Fuck. I think it also puts, you know, it's the test of like, first of all, that was your job to fuck. You fucked that up. Yeah. But, he, you know, it, here's your chance to step up 
and try to be there for him as best you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to make things okay for him and the rest of the kids. I know you don't want to, but you have to. And this is a very important situation that you cannot fuck up again, Dave. But Dave at his core is a good man. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he doesn't. Yeah. So he, he does find it in him to step up. Well, yeah, because it's in that moment when he knows to step up is to stay with Felix right. and not go. And so Audrey's and to like... Just, and to just do what's best for the kid. Like, that's the important thing. It's exactly. like to think of someone other than himself in this context because it's important that that happens for him to stay alive. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody can go out there and just fucking expert level... Their way through there and back, and yeah, the way and that all back. Can. With a shovel, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, she learns that, she, right? and she knows to go because she knows McGiggles over there sure isn't gonna go. He's not fucking going. You um, can't trust him. Yeah, so she goes out and she is doing pretty well first, and then she learns how to use a shovel to decapitate zombies. Right, right. Which is rad. I also think it's cool. You pointed out when the zombies showed up <clears throat> that they looked really good. Yeah. And I feel like the movie still has a pretty small budget, mm-hmm. considering, uh, and I feel like you're able to do a lot more with that budget when you don't kill most of your zombies. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of serves to make it not as an aggressive movie either, but like the makeup doesn't need to be that intense. You can do a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because, you know, she's like, oh, I'm going to just decapitate these zombies or like put them away or otherwise not try to kill them. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be a lot of gore that you have to yeah. like waste time on, too. Uh, but she does come back covered in blood. <laughs> and she, of course, to calm, perfect. to calm the kids, she says, oh, I got in the middle of a jam fight. I just was don't, caught in a jam fight. Just don't eat don't it. Don't eat it, though. It's co- <laughs> it's not... It's gross. It's not good. I uh, tried it. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's fine, because you know, she's able to get it back. They are able to kind of resuscitate Felix, and things are otherwise okay. Um, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But then we get... Uh, the first action out of McGiggles in a while is he hears a helicopter. Yeah. Because we hear from the one of the zombies out back uh, that has a radio. He's, he's, the, zo- he's the one guy, of the military yeah, zombies. Yeah, one of the military zombies. Uh, he, is, uh, he gets a radio report that there's backup coming. Mm-hmm. So there's military presence around. So, you know, McGiggles is like, fucking, they're here. I'm, I'm going to get to the roof. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get out of he here. He fucking falls off the no. roof. Because of course he does. No, oh, he does. Yeah. He does. He falls off the roof. I thought you were talking about the, like, climb he has. And I was like, no, that's the second No, climb. no, no, because you called it then. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then, yeah, I was so glad that he did fall later. But, yeah, so he he, he falls and, you know... Caroline's like, fuck this guy. He's a liability. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll explain it, but like, you know, it's his his loss. But and Dave goes banging over. on the door, being like, let me in. And we're like, let me, let me, let me in. Sir, you helped us barricade these doors. I couldn't I, if I wanted I to. I can't let you in. I'm sorry. But Dave's like, no, I can go get you. Like, he'll try to pull him up. He's going to get back on the yeah. earth and try to help him up. Um, and we get my favorite scene in the movie. So the it's scene like with certainly the most character <laughs> development. Oh god, it's when McGiggles, McGiggles. breaks. Uh, it's so. when McGiggles becomes Mr. Schneider, Nathaniel Schneider. <laughs> uh, so I bet Josh Gad. I think Josh Gad improvised his like whole roof monologue. Mm-hmm. I would imagine so. Or he had like beats to go on. Yeah, where he's like, 
it's, you're going to be this children's performer who's like actually kind of shitty. And then from there, it was he's like, I got it. I'll just make the character from then. Yeah. So Dave pulls him up, and the whole he's just like, man, I'm God's punishing me for all the moms I fucked. Because I fucked so many moms. It all started one time when I was at an autograph signing, and this hot single mom came in, and we fucked in the handicapped bathroom. <laughs> And then it just went up from there. I just, I fucked so many moms, married moms, unmarried moms, white moms, black moms, Jewish women. <laughs> he ends on Jewish moms. Yeah, just Jews. I'm like, whoa. I'm just like, why? Okay, whoa. Whoa. Weird place to end there, McGiggles. Yeah, but he's like, I've literally thousands of moms. And I'm like, Jesus, McGiggles. <laughs> McGiggles is off the deep end. He, I mean, maybe this is his niche because he studied fucking Meisner from Al Pacino. Pacino. <laughs> I mean, he's he, he, he's got a lot going on. Actually. He's he's someone who I think accepted the Mister McGiggles contract early and then got stuck in it for a while. Well, he learned and he's breaking literally from there. He learned how to pivot. He's like, man, moms will fuck me. I'll do this for the mom. Mm. <laughs> Which I feel like is a positive spin on our last movie. <laughs> Bad time for moms. This is maybe uh, yay for mom. I don't maybe. know. This is a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so McGiggles fucked a lot of moms and he's an alcoholic and, too. And yeah, he's like, I, I think I might be a sex addict. <laughs> I like, think you're just I fucked. think you are, but <laughs> I think you're a lot of addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, so, you know, being honest is a theme at this point, so, when they get back, uh, you know, Audrey puts the kids to bed, um, even the zombies kind of stop being a pain in the ass for, like, a little bit, while Mm -hmm. she's kind of, like, putting the kids to bed, which is nice of them. Yeah. I think that's the first time that we, they, we learn that they respond, in a way, to Mm -hmm. when she plays the ukulele. Yeah. (laughs) Because that is important. (laughs) Yes. So, um, she puts the kids to bed and then her and David get honest with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is when, uh, Dave kind of starts to break down about what happened to him with his, um, recent breakup. But being honest with it this time. And, uh, this is when Audrey reveals that, um, she mostly wears the, the engagement ring, um, to keep people, to keep people from hitting on her. Right. Because, um, that fiance had cheated on her with the co-worker right very like similar to dave's ah recent breakup but well, she even kind of cuts loose with him too where she's like i'm fucking terrified yeah like i i just need the kids to feel like there's adults in control uh so she starts to kind of let her guard down with him so he's like listen you know i'm i don't have my shit together either and yeah, you know, I'm. And scared. then they bond over music. Yeah, yeah, which is important to David. Too. It's important to both of them. Yeah, right. I, oh, <laughs> yes. See, it's not until now that it becomes a rom. This is when the rom com starts. Well, even then, like, it still could go both ways. Whether yeah. like things could happen, she could just be like, "I'm just glad that someone's here. That's like normal. That mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can get." With that's me. not the giggles, right? Because <laughs> they do not have many common ground. No, you don't think that they would. Uh, so yeah, it's nice in a way that David's stepping up and just being, because by being himself, by just being authentic and being genuine and being in touch with his emotions, emotions. 
David, it's manly to do that. That's what we want from people. Yes. That's why they always cheat on you with psychologists, like in the Santa Claus. <laughs> it always comes back to the Santa Claus I'm this year. Really, this year is the year of the Santa Claus. I'm really I think. passionate about that <laughs> character because he's a really good man, and it just goes to show. Date psychologists. Because Christmas movies don't like them. But that one proves that they're good. I was like, Neil's not a bad guy. Neil's a great guy. And Neil gets funnier and gets and a little bit looser every like movie. Neil. We're supposed to not like him. Not for the first one. I don't, I don't, I, I haven't seen the other ones. Oh. We're going to have to change that one year. I feel like I've seen. You may hate that. I feel like I've seen that two year. like years ago, but like. I've I've seen one. But if a you lot haven't more. experienced the escape clause with Martin Short as Jack Frost, no, I do know about that though. Um, don't, yeah. <laughs> you and I will watch those movies one day. We should, we should cover those movies. I'd be down. Make that our December series. <laughs> uh, where were we? Um, oh yes, being in touch with your emotions yes. is positive. Uh, so. You know, she tells him that she likes Neil Diamond. She loves Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get a fun uh, Aubrey Caroline story. Uh, before she was Miss Caroline, when she was just 18 and not making good choices, mm-hmm. uh, she apparently was so obsessed with this band that... I don't I don't know the band, so I don't really get the joke. I, but I guess it was some band that's just kind of pretty mid. Well, I think they <laughs> had a couple big hits, because they mentioned one... In the movie. What was it? I don't remember what song it was, though. Uh, I but I recognized the song from, like, like I've heard the song, but I wouldn't know the name or the band. Yeah, let me look the band up. But, yeah, tell the story. I'm going to look at the bands. Um, so she essentially, like, sneaks her way into... I can't remember if it was backstage or at the hotel that the band was staying at, but, like, the lead of the band was the person who, like, pushed her the fuck out and was like no no no, no. she jumped out the window <laughs> oh that's right because because he said something to her being like you can't be here right now and so she jumps out the window falls a couple stories and breaks her collarbone okay i, I remember so i i get why he he judges her for it because she's like yeah it's it's like taylor hansen because he thinks it's taylor swift which mm-hmm. i think would have been funny because it was the and yaga like yeah yeah, I uh, broke into her apartment and be like, Can we please use the song of the movie? <laughs> uh, so it's it's Hanson, and they're the band that did that did the uh, this song. This is the song they mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So she almost died for that band. <laughs> not to say it's not, bad. Not to judge like, anything. But he clearly goes, oh, okay. I guess... We can't all get along, but at least Neil Diamond, you like yeah. Neil Diamond. Um, so, uh, you know, he takes worse watch. He ta- starts to step up to do yeah. that as well. Uh, so, yeah, bonding is good. Being honest is good. Yes. We should learn from that experience. Uh, so, the next morning, he, you know, comes up with an idea. So, he goes mm-hmm. to wake her up and he's like, listen, I know how we can get out of here. And uh, before he can get into it too much, um, we do have our first, like, look at the army response to what's going on around. They handle it so cute. They are using a park map <laughs> that, like, you get at the front yeah. to, like, circle it for their plans because they're like, all Where right, are we everybody's, bomb it? <laughs> everybody looks like they're here in the center, so let's bomb right on the convenience store. Right. 
Well, literally just apropos of nothing, outside of the tent, there's these two soldiers who are standing there, and one of them is just listing Australian animals. <laughs> That's right. Because it's a petting zoo, so they're just like, he's just like, platypus, koala, dingo, like, he's just listing animals, because they're like, Americans love our fucking animals, yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> and when the, the guy comes out, and they're like, okay, we got the situation, so zombies... And because we're American, and apparently we handle zombies all the time, we ask, fast or slow? And they're like, <laughs> slow. He's like, thank God they're slow. Because, I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it could have been any zombie coming out of Korea. Ooh. Those kids would have been coleslaw by now. Oh, yeah. It Long would ago. not have been fun. The show All of Us Are Dead, those kids are just not dead by, like, a hair. Like, it is very, very close that all of them are not dead. Um, very good show, by the way, though. Okay. Um, they literally reference Train to Busan in it. Yes. Like, the kids who are Korean, like, because it's in a Korean school, so they call the police and they're like, have you seen Train to Busan? It's like Train to Busan. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking hilarious. Um, they're like, man, thank God these are slow zombies. So the, the, the military response now is bomb these, these zombies. Mm-hmm. So the, the incentive is now get the hell out of there. Which is a good coincidence, and it gives good stakes for Dave's plan of trying to get them out of there. Mm-hmm. So they have decided that they're going to use the McGiggle Mobile. Yeah, because Teddy McGiggle will not drive in anything that isn't the McGiggle Mobile. because well, he comes up with the plan himself. He's like, mm-hmm. the car is better than the bus, or the tractor, I think. They, his, the his tractor, idea was yeah. like, well, it'll be, he's like, it's too slow. But if we use the McGiggle Mobile, patent pending... Uh, there is a there's a uh, trap door on the top, the frogsy door, frogsy door uh, so that they can use the puppet to come out. So he's like, "Look, well, I if Dave and I go get the, the car because I've got the keys, and we bring the car around, we can bring the kids up to the top of the roof, and we can have them all drop into the van that way, and then we can just drive out of here, mm-hmm. which is a great idea. Unfortunately, can we trust Mister McGiggle? We very clearly see and very quickly see. No, no, we cannot. You can't trust him at all. Because what does he do? What does he do again? He locks them out and flips them off. Right, because it's just Dave at this point. So Dave's mm-hmm. like, bro, like, this you can't personal. fuck us like fuck. this, man. Like, honestly. So it's it's getting to the point where it's like, all right, we are in trouble mm-hmm. if we do not get this fucking McGigamobile. So, like, hopefully, this is the point you were talking about where it gets really dark for you because it got really dark for me. Uh, the fact that the guy that has the puppet oh. is the zombie yeah. that gets him in the car. And, like, it's the hand under the puppet yeah. that is doing it, too. So it, <laughs> it very much looks like if Kermit started eating everybody on Sesame Street. Yeah. Except it's human, and you see a little bit of the cheek tear, which I thought was a cool effect. I agree. I like I that. I think it's very cool. I like that. Uh, so here, so, well, and actually before we get yeah. past this, I did want to mention the one thing I knew was ad-libbed on set yeah. was when they were, when McGiggles and Dave were running out to the McGiggles mobile yeah. and McGiggles just starts picking a fight with all the zombies on the playground. Oh my uh, God. Yes. The one he bit the <laughs> nose of, it was his idea to bite the nose of the zombie. And yeah. be like, dude, how's that feel? Well, that whole time he's like beating kids over the head being like I fucked your mom I fucked your mom I'm like I kind of like Mr. McGiggle mm-hmm. I kind of want him to make it uh, and he bites 
hits the zombie and he's like, oh god, what have I done? And then immediately pukes and then keeps going. I mean, but hey, because I would have loved if that had killed him. <laughs> I, well, at first I thought that when he locked himself in the car, it was going to be very Yeah, he's, he's going to turn into a zombie. And I was like, oh, I guess it's not going to happen. And then F- Kermit Frogsy shows up and finishes the job. So there is something about, like, childhood things being turned into zombies mm-hmm. that's like we mentioned during it like i feel like it'd be really creepy to like go to disney world yeah when zombies have taken over because like that's gotta just hit weird especially if you're you know? near like any of the um like look-alike actors that i think would be terrible plus like i hate to be grim but like how many kids would be there so too many. Like, Zombieland does that for me, where, like, anytime that has kids as zombies that are very authentic and it's very graphic, I'm just like, oh, I don't... Yeah. It just... I don't like it, because it, it makes me feel bad. I'm like, they just should be that. Like, they mm. shouldn't do that. Leave... Kill them. Get them yeah. out of them. Like, <laughs> put them out of their misery, man. This is just, just haunting. Um, but uh, having you... Having the, the, the corrupt child performer be murdered by his own puppet mm-hmm. is very... I will say Shakespearean and worthy of Meisner. Wouldn't you agree? BFA holder Danny Hollander. Yeah, I think Al Pacino would be proud. I think so, too. I think Al Pacino would have had a good chuckle at it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then <clears throat> Dave is stuck on top of the van because the zombies are starting to crowd around. Right. And he's not even entirely safe up there. Because the Frogsy door starts to open. Right. And Frogsy's trying to get him with his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Dave has to both hide from zombies surrounding him and hold this door as close to shut as he can. Yeah. And in that moment, I feel like it's cool because somehow he's able to get through to his sister. His sister is able to call (laughs) him. Yeah, his phone suddenly gets service. Yeah, I mean, it's just the perfect time. But I also think that it kind of shows it's representative of his growth. Where he's he's stepped up because he even tells Audrey when they're when they're talking like, man, I never thanked my sister for like stepping up and raising us. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like their his their dad left and their mom kind of went off the deep end. So like she stepped up and fucking raised him. Yeah, like she is a bit older than him. I'd say the better part of a decade, probably older than him. Mm-hmm. So you know, she did like a lot to raise him, which is probably why she's such a great mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I can't believe I never thanked her for that. And, you know, all she's concerned about is, like, is Felix okay? Are you okay? Like, is everything all right? And he's like, hey, like, yeah, they're fine. Thanks for stepping up. Mm-hmm. And that's all he's able to get off before he loses his phone. And just goes, fucking shit. Fucking frog! It's <laughs> like, because he's yelling at the zombies. Yeah. He's, he's, like, holding zombies off with, like, both hands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this guy. And it's not, I mean, everything would have been lost if it hadn't been for his champ of a nephew. Yeah. Right. So his <laughs> so his nephew has escaped in this in from the throughout the like little doggy door, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to go get a tractor, which is the thing he knows most He's in this world about. So he knows exactly how to he drive. He taught it. Dave how to drive it earlier. Frank, yeah, he was like, "I love tractors." When he's like, "How the fuck do you know how to drive it?" <laughs> Um, clutches on the left. But he's in full Darth Vader costume, too. With which a is red normal. putt-putt golf club. <laughs> he even stops like, pet that lamb. And, like, <laughs> and the zombies come at him, and they just put... Because they're stupid. They just push the gate closed, and they can't get and to And he him. thinks that he used the force on it. Yeah, I feel like Australia really responded to that uh, Darth Vader kid ad. Oh, with that the was cars? All big with, yeah, because yeah. he, like, turned on the car with the force power, and he was like... <gasps> 
no way and it's like so cool mm-hmm. yeah it was the exact same thing but it was like nightmarish yeah in out of context um well and this is when uh, that one kid is really starting to get upset about bro he wants to play putt putt he was promised putt putt golf yeah and everything has been delivered up until this point and the kids are not like they're not loving this game. They're just tired, really. Yeah. They're not like really that terrified. They're just like, bro, I'm like, I'm hungry and I'm tired. I, I want to like go home. I want to go fucking putt putt golf, Miss <laughs> Carolyn. I want to fucking go. And you know, how do you swing that mm-hmm. for the kids? So when when Felix shows up to save David's skin, both of them are show up to save all the kids with the tractor idea originally. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the vans could put... But, you know, these zombies are slow enough. They could use utilize the tractor. Um, and I think it's perfect to get these kids on board for it. That you can just kind of sit them in the, on the tractor and you give the, the ADHD kid the, the golf club and he just whacks them off of the back. Yeah, whack them all to a very edition. comfortable walkable speed. Mm-hmm. While we learn very co- uniquely that they really like the ukulele music and it's kind of adorable. They respond. They're like the most kid-friendly version of the zombie that there possibly could be. Mm-hmm. Cuz they're like they like it. They kind of respond. <laughs> they're like wheels on the bus. <laughs> Well, even what, and then they start doing if you're happy and you know it, and they and start they clap. clapping and trying to say hooray. It's fucking cute. I love it. And they're just leading a parade towards to the, military. the military, who are like who they know is at the right. on the street somewhere. And what do we know about Americans? We are all about secure and containing when it comes to quarantine. We've never once wavered mm-hmm. when it comes to staying the course and uh, making sure that no one ever gets infected. Um, I'm glad that we're not actually like how we're depicted in other countries who are much better at maintaining their COVID boundaries, I would say. It's true. Uh, Which is ironic, considering that they're like, we can't kill kids. That's wrong. Only Americans would think about doing that. When they're right. Yeah. They are correct. Do not misjudge us for our capacity to murder children by accident. Because evidently it happens because the general's like, Nah, man, I can't shoot. Because the military is ready to, like, just unload yeah, on this because they're, like, pack of zombies. Singing, but we don't know if they're infected. Well, they're like, you idiot. Zombies can't sing. That's a... That, they'll be stupid here. And then they hear the kids, and it's like, kids, I can't well, shoot and kids. And the protocol's still like, again. bro, they could be infected. We gotta kill them. And is Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he has to say again. That's uh, upsetting. I can't kill any kids. It should be like, that's wrong. But, like, I, it's... I can't do it I again. I can't get demoted... Or outsource to Australia again, okay? <laughs> we can't kill these kids, so they let them through, and then at the last second, just fucking unload oh, yeah. on and these kids. Audrey's like, they respond to songs, just sing them a yeah, song. There's and the no general's need like, for violence. Sing a song, shoot them. Americans have to shoot. They know that we like our guns. They know that we have to shoot <laughs> something. It, it would just be, we would go home with blue balls, metaphorically, in this case, if we. You grow zombies, part of you is like, well, the bright side is if they get out, we get to kill them. <laughs> Jesus. They're just bad at it. Yeah. Until, because they want to be able to blow stuff up. They want to be able to nuke the petting zoo. Yeah. Which they do. They the do end, still do. When Audrey kisses Dave to be just be like, man, fuck yeah, I can't believe we made it out. Well, yeah, and then she turns to the kids and with another brilliant lie goes, fireworks to celebrate. Hey, the kids made it this far. And the military is cool. 
Kids love the military. Yeah. Right? They don't like being whisked away, though, without their knowledge. And no, I feel like it's like, leave it to the United States military to fuck up an otherwise perfect sequence <laughs> of these kids' day. Like, they probably would have went home and called this day, like, the, still, like, the best day that everyone went to school. Mm-hmm. Even, they, they had to sleep over. Yeah. It was cool, right? Long day of school. Right. And then even so, like, they make the best of it because now Dave... Is cool. Mm-hmm. So all and the parents Dave show up. The ukulele. Well, in my again, I love this about the military. <laughs> they're they're ready to. The general's on his way to brief the parents who have been like, "What the fuck is up with our kids?" Because they haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Is this the good news room or the bad news room?" And like, this is the good news room, sir. And he's like, oh, "Okay," and I'm like, "That's funny, but also like, yikes, that's got to be rough." <laughs> well, yeah, if that's the good news room. What the fuck is the bad news room? It's everybody that was at the fucking petting. All those other kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the kids that survived, though, are fine because they're all singing Taylor Swift songs. In quarantine together. With harmonies? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, Audrey and Dave have now harmonies, which means they're in sync just on different paths. Yeah. I also love that the military was like... We can't really get into details with what happened to your children, but um, the fact that the two teachers... Oh, we didn't think that the other one was a teacher, but he just showed a lot of dedication to the kids, but um, That's we my have brother. no idea how they uh, got the kids out untraumatized for a situation that we don't have protocol for, so um, we're just going to monitor them overnight for, for, for a couple days. of days, because... We don't... So we just gotta make sure. Right? They're just doing their job. And then, yeah, the parents are like, so like, aren't they terrified? And they're like, no, they're actually in a great mood. They're um, actively singing. Everything about this day apparently has been the best for them. So, I guess you guys don't know the horrors that happened in there. They don't know the horrors that happened in there. We barely know. So I guess it's just good that um, at least it seems like Dave and Audrey have each other. Because mm-hmm. um, they have a lot to process. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a day and a half. Truly. But I mean, what a great ending, though. Like, the best it possible so... ending for well, this yeah, movie. Because it's actively everybody's happy. The parents are happy to see that the kids are alive and well. I mean, that's all. that It really matters. Audrey and Dave are happy because they have each other. Right. And the kids... The kids are just having a great time. They are totally trauma-free. Yep. Except for maybe Dave, uh, Felix. Because he did what? have that almost anaphylactic shock. I mean, I'm sure that happens from time to time. Yeah. But like... But I feel like that's the only reason it won't right, be the right. best day for him. I mean, he's like, yeah, but Uncle David showed up and he gave it to me and I think he's cool for that. And that just... Oh, yes! <laughs> Bonding! Good relationships with your kids. I love it. It's good to, it's good to have that. Um, so, I don't think there's anything more positive than this movie. <laughs> it's so positive. It, it, it has such a positive, like, through Fucking line. go watch it. It's, it's incredibly positive. It's a and gem. It's, it's got so much heart. Yeah, I, I can't recommend this one enough. Especially because I feel like so many people worry about horror movies being so dark and heavy. Right. This is such a light movie to watch and experience. I feel like you could watch this with your kids. Like, yeah, there's language, but, like, you know, I'm, you could watch say, it with your kids. I wouldn't say necessarily, like, that young of kids. No, not that young, but, but like, like, with your school. kids. Yeah, maybe I'd say elementary school. Just not kindergarten. Yeah. I don't know. What was the first time you watched movies that had curses in them? Oh, that had curses? Yeah. Oh, that was five years old? Right. Four or They're five? They're five. 
I guess. I I did, wasn't thinking about swearing, I guess. I think it's all about how you handle curses, and it's how they did, where it's like, they're just bad adult word. words, and bad they know word. they shouldn't say them, so it's, they've they made it funny. They sing a bad word song right. whenever... Right, so they, they've made it funny, instead of like, oh, it's scary and threatening, because yeah. when as soon as kids associate that with something bad, it tends to have a more sinister connotation. Uh, so yeah, if you're just like, oh yeah, it's a naughty word, don't say it, you know, parents, adults will say it sometimes, but like, they shouldn't. Yeah. So when they do, it's, you, sh- you know, and these kids are fun and cute, so they're like, oh, you shouldn't do that instead of like cursing. Yeah. Not like American kids. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, again, this movie in America would be cooties, where the kids would become zombies. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be the adults being like, fuck, man, what are we gonna do now? Because that's basically what Cooties was. Yeah. I feel like this is just like, if, if you couldn't handle the kids being zombies in that movie, the kids, there are kids zombies in this, to be sure. Yes. But like, the cute kids aren't zombies. Yeah, they're They're, they're fine, they make it. Yeah, man. It's on Hulu. It's a uh, Hulu original, but not like openly made by Hulu, just mm-hmm. distributed by Hulu. So I would imagine that like, as long as that company exists, it's going to be just like, yeah, pay to have it on Hulu. Yeah. People love it, especially if you guys go watch it and recommend it to more people because it's an awesome movie. It's a gem. It's so good. This was the first time you had seen it, right? Yeah. Right. It's been on. I had seen it once, I feel like, a year or two ago, back when I first watched Cooties. Okay, yeah. Uh, like, I think right when I around the same time it came out. Because I saw the trailer for it and I'm like, this looks incredible. Because <laughs> it was just that end scene where they're leading the zombies and they're like responding. To uh-huh. the, if you're happy and you know it song, amazing. Like, this is incredible. That's the perfect. I'm like it's Lupita Nyong'o being like, my job is to protect these kids, so I'm gonna make it safe for them. And I'm like, that's <laughs> hilarious. I love it. And then Josh Gad was in it. I'm like, yeah. this is fucking incredible. So yeah, apps. If you got Hulu, definitely watch recommend it. it. Um, I think it's worth the free trial at the very least. Yeah. There's a lot of good quality content on Hulu. We'll try to cover a bunch of it so you can just knock all of it out in a week. At one time. Or, yeah, yeah you can just continue it, because there is a lot on Hulu that I feel like we should start We should start looking more yeah. at. Um, I know there's some shorts on Hulu I right. really want to talk about. And, and that one day when we cover the Into the Dark movies, yeah. uh, those are all on Hulu. Um, it, those are like Hulu and Blumhouse like specific because Hulu does a lot I think when it comes to horror TV yes. and we definitely are going to get more into that as the years go on uh, American Horror Story and uh, is an FX show that will, is specific to Hulu yep. and I'm sure we'll talk about American Horror Story at some point oh, yeah. when we've got like a lot of time, a lot of time on our hands <laughs> yeah um, so but we do have a couple of cool things coming up that we just talked about. Um, yes. Uh, for so we we planned out episode 100, guys, which is pretty and, exciting. And plans are in motion for episode it's, 100. It's going right to be now. fucking cool. Let me just say, uh, there's a lot of exciting things happening. There's uh, going to be a lot of fun to be had. Yeah, uh, we're going to have some guests on as well, and um, it's something that we hope we can start doing a bit more of. Yeah. Um, it will, so we hope that there's some good reception for it. But in the meantime, uh, we got a good 10 episodes. This is episode 90 now, so we got a good 10 episodes uh, to fill in before then. Um, so uh, we've, we've decided that we're going to do a couple more Wonderful World of Remakes. We haven't touched mm-hmm. that in quite a bit. Um, uh, I think, why don't we just do it next? Fuck it. Yeah. Let's do Amityville Horror next. Um, the, uh, the two, I think it's, oh, 2005. 2005 remake with Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. which if people, I mean, everyone loves Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. This movie, he scares me. He's, he's he, creepy. He is a, a fucking incredible actor. Yeah. And I feel like this movie is a great 
what, like example of that. Definitely. Uh, so if you love Ryan Reynolds, fucking check it out, um, and then listen in when, when we co- when we cover it. Um, and then we got a couple of uh, I don't know we call them like postmodern classics that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so some of them have come out in the last decade or two, um, uh, but uh, we. We have a couple, but we know that there's more. We know there's more. We just need <laughs> so to... So we're just going to like have to be like... Continue expunging. You know what's one? This. Yes. Um, we're going to look on Shutter tonight and see if that'll at least jog, jog our, our memories, memories. and kind of like fill it out a bit more. Um, we also have an upcoming bonus episode coming out uh, about Scream 6. It's yes. going to be in a little bit of a different format. Uh, so we originally had planned on having uh, the Scream Queen, Belle, come back on yes. to talk about Scream, because we can't talk about Scream without Belle. And... Uh, but just the way that schedules worked out, we couldn't get uh, all three Danny of us. And, in the room. Yeah, we couldn't get all three of us around. Um, and just the nature of you know Danny's Wi-Fi, at least we yeah. can't do a Zoom call at the moment. Um, so at least for the time being, what we decided to do was Bell and I talked about Scream for about an hour, and then Danny and I are going to talk about Scream for about an hour, which we might we could probably do another day. Yeah, uh, we could put it together um, so we can have that out as well. So. Lots of stuff to come out that's going to be very cool on the way to episode 100. I'm fucking really excited. I'm really stoked. I can't wait for everybody to experience it. It's going to be so great. Uh, so, but for now, follow our Instagram at the underscore Square Horror Podcast. You can reach us at squarehorrorpodcast at gmail.com. The message here is, I think, very obvious. Talk about your emotions, date psychologists, and learn the ukulele. And you know what? If you can be a good and present step-up father figure and or maternal figure, just anything that sets a good example for kids, always try to do that. I guess. (laughs) And until next time, you stay spooky out there. Shake it off, bitches. Bitches.